Oh, well, hockey. All right, I'm in. Oh, foreshadowing. Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome D-Tex Smith and Steve Mix. You are now entering the MegaCast. What's up, Ted? What up, Mr. Mix? Ah, doing good. Feeling strong. (laughs) Living life. I don't know. Still on a high. Yeah. From Friday or Thursday? What's cracking? What's cracking? Dude, I'm happy they went cracking. That was my pick the whole time. So, was it your pick when when you first heard the idea of the name the Kraken? I'm curious, like your your take, because like my my initial reaction was this is a terrible idea. So I liked it from the beginning, okay, just because I. Look, I, I'm not positive what the Kraken is. I only am familiar with this creature when the rum came around a couple of years ago. Right. And I kept seeing this creature. And I, for me, it was like, you got to go with Kraken just for the intros. Oh, like, yeah. The lights are out. You have LED lights now. There's smoke. There's a giant Kraken. And here comes the Seattle. So for me, it was just about hearing the announcer go, unleash. You know, oh, oh the release crack. the Kraken. Yeah. Yeah. And everybody goes crazy. So that, that's why I jumped on it early. The the I remember when I first heard the name Kraken, I'm like, what is it even the I didn't even understand it because I just forgot that that was like a mythological creature in the sea from Clash of the Titans and other movies as well. Okay. I just didn't realize it. And then once I started like I'm like, let me just Google. It was like a narwhal. I'm like, I don't even know what the hell narwhal means. And then I finally like Google it. I'm like, oh, it's a unicorn of the sea. That's pretty cool. Uh, then, but uh, narwhals are real. They are? I'm almost positive Norwals are real. I, yeah, I, I don't know what's real anymore. Are Kraken real? I, I I don't know. I don't think so. So I, I look it up and I'm like, oh my gosh, that's actually pretty awesome. And then I see all the videos of released the Kraken. And then I see that it's actually kind of like an octopus. I'm like, I don't know why, but I, I started falling more in love with the idea of our team called the Kraken. And once I started falling in love with it, yes, Norwals are real. I love that you went on. Ay, ay, ay. I don't know what the hell to believe anymore, Ted. I know. <laughs> so I'm a big fan. I once I once I kind of turned the corner and and because at first I was like I don't know Steelhead sounds kind kind of cool or even like Totems definitely not Metropolitans but once Kraken became something that I accepted and dug I, there was no other team name in my opinion. See to me it was it was always Kraken and then the, like if you were going to go back to Metropolitans I'm fine I don't mind a throwback right but I don't know Steelhead I'm like yeah. Like, totem. I just feel like you. Like, I don't know. Are you, if, if you're not doing it 100 percent the correct correct way, it's it's a touchy one. It's yeah. a touchy. That was like I I would just historically probably... makes sense here in the Northwest because that's the they actually that is a name that's rich in Seattle hockey tradition. You know, right? And it was potentially going to be the name of our NHL team forever ago when there was a chance that the NHL was coming to Seattle. Uh, and this is like the 70s, I think. But yeah, I I love totems, but I was like, man. That could go down a really uh, Dan Snyder road. And I was like, it's not really worth the risk. <laughs> right. So, like, right. I like the Kraken. I also want to be one of the first person to sneak in a, uh, <laughs> what, what do we have out here? Giant squids or something? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I mean, like in... in uh, kind of like do Detroit with the, the octopus? Right. I got to sneak in a, squ- a squid, probably not a giant one, throw it on the ice. I saw a couple of years ago somebody started sneaking in blue crabs to Caps games. Oh, that's pretty funny. Throwing them on the ice. It's better than what was in Florida for a while. They were throwing rats on the ice. Yeah. I mean, granted, most of them were toy rats, but I think some people were bringing in real rats. Right. And it's funny because somebody I was talking to was like, wait a minute. Every arena doesn't do the octopus thing? And I was like, no, that's no. just Detroit. And I go, I think it has to do with something like the original eight, or they won eight championships and eight tentacles. Like, 
I don't know that the octopus is huge in Detroit. Yeah, I honestly have never really even bothered to find out the history behind the octopus in Detroit. I'm sure I could just Google it. So don't, you know. Yeah. But I never even thought of thinking about it. I just accepted that octopus get thrown out on the ice, at, which is very odd when, like, if you're a non-hockey fan. Like, if you're a baseball fan or a football fan you're, or a basketball fan, you're like, all right, let me look into this hockey thing. It's coming to my town. And then you find some, like, some of the traditions in hockey are just stupid in a funny yeah. way, though. Right. And I want to say for a while, Nashville, they were throwing catfish. Yes, they were throwing something. I think you might be right. Yeah. Oh, man. And if it's anything like Nashville, Nashville is not a hockey town. And then now it's Smashville. I mean, they, they love the Predators there. Well, I mean, look, it's Seattle, right? Like, obviously a rabbit fan base mm-hmm. for... 32,000 strong on the season ticket thing. Right, for football. You've seen what the Sounders have done. People adapted to that very quickly. Mm-hmm. Like, there's a few things, like, that's one thing I love about the Northwest, especially Seattle. Like, if you're Seattle-centric, like, people will support you. We want to wrap our arms around it. Yeah. And you're already seeing it with, like, I saw so many people texting and emailing, like, I'm not even a hockey fan, but I am a Kraken fan. I'm like, that's cool. We're all day one Kraken fans. Right. I mean, it was the same thing with the Dragons. Yep. Right. I hope it goes better than that. <laughs> well, right. the logo the NHL reminded it. me a little bit of the Dragons logo. It did. Like, and even like the promo video when they were first doing it, we were watching it live on the air. So yeah. we're, we piped in onto their Twitter feed and they're doing that like very cinematic you know, unveiling of the name. And at one point I look at the guys on the show and I'm like, did they accidentally play the Dragons promo video? Because it looks exactly the same. as it. And then once I saw some ice and a skater, I'm like, okay, we're not the Dragons. That would have been hilarious if we were the Dragons. <laughs> I also like how people were like, yeah, man, it's the horn from the ferry or the boat. Like, it's completely yep. different. And I was like, it is, but I don't want to sound like a jackass. It doesn't seem that far away from the train horn in most stadiums. It sounds very similar, but right. it's cool that they're doing that. No, yeah. and look, the imagery, like the the Seattle hockey group or NHL Seattle, I yep. forget what it's properly called. Like they they did an awesome job. I even uh, I texted my buddy Dan, who's uh, he's one of the like, wiki brothers. I play hockey with him from yeah. time to time, and he's like the main dude in the sales end. But I texted him afterwards. I, I wasn't going to bug him, you know. Even Ross is part of the the Kraken from the Donkeys. He's, oh, nice. He's working in the sales department, which is pretty awesome. But I texted him I'm like, dude, congratulations on an incredible. I mean, seriously, incredible unveiling. Like from how they did the press conference at the arena, that was pretty cool. To yeah. just the the people they had speak, I thought it was. We talked to Kevin Weeks uh, that morning, and he was really impressed that they, whether they did it intentionally or not, and I feel like it might have been intentional. They made it a point to have like their their head of marketing, who's a female. They had another one of the guys that's involved with NHL Seattle. That's a, a a person of color, a black dude. Yeah, and I thought that was cool. Like in the climate in the world that we're in, I know some people are on our text lines are just. I, uh, they were just like, I don't understand why we need to talk about like it should be. Why do we have to talk about that? It should be all inclusive. I'm like, that's the point. They're trying to be all inclusive by having other people than just the old white guy talk and present that the, this is the team, right? <laughs> like you, you're answering your own question. Why are why why can't we be inclusive when they're being inclusive? Uh, that's a whole other argument. But yeah. I, and I love the logo. Yeah, I mean that's what I'm saying. They did an amazing job and. Uh, it, it, right now with other football teams not knowing what to name something. I mean, I don't know that you could have a bigger slam dunk than Seattle did. <laughs> that was like night and day. It's unbelievable. It's like, we're Seattle Kraken. Polarizing, but I like what one sports guy said. Whether you like it or hate it, that is the ballsiest naming of a team I've ever heard. 
Like, they named their team the Kraken. Yeah. No one else is called the Kraken. That's freaking ballsy. Right. And, like, look, I'm a soccer fan, right? But the MLS, every time a new team rolls out, and there's no, like, I, I'm not going to be one of those people that hates on all the names, but it's always just something FC. Right. Right? Like Cincinnati or, yeah. you know, it's like, right. Like, at least they put some imaginative, you know, they, they thought about something here. And even Plus, like, also, there's not Bengal Tigers in goddamn Cincinnati. <laughs> like, everybody thinks it has to be something real from your city. The same thing in Washington. Like, I don't care. Name them the T-Rex. And where are these Seahawks that you speak of? Yeah. Right? Like, it's a mascot. It's so stupid. And, dude, though, like, I do love it. It's like, they do that. And that, and that, to me, is a testament to this organization. Like, they're willing to take a chance with the team name. I think they're going to take some fun chances as an organization with, like, the players that they bring in. Like, the, the, the mentality and the spirit of the team sounds like already a team that's willing to take a risk. And I think that's cool. And then you have, here's our new team announcement. We are the Washington football team. Right. And I will say, in their defense, they didn't have, you know, it takes like two years, 18 months or whatever to name a team. But right. I mean, you just complete opposite ends yeah. of the spectrum. It was funny. We uh, talked to uh, Heidi. Uh, who, One team, a hockey team that probably already has more fans at this point. Yeah, right. <laughs> we talked to the head of marketing, a lady by the name of Heidi, uh, the next day after the, after the announcement. And she said, we were asking, like, when did you first decide that you liked the name Kraken? She's like, honestly, the craziest story is once we moved into the offices in downtown Seattle in Queen Anne. And I've right. been to their offices there, and it's really cool. They said the next day or that day, they show up to, to the building, to the work, open up the door, and a post-it note is on the door, and it just says, name the team, release the Kraken. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, what? Just the intro alone. That, and I just want to go on record for saying right now, <laughs> the official drink should be the dark and stormy. Oh, I'm in. Yeah, it's a famous rum drink with some ginger beer. Kraken rum, I think, is involved, too. They're already sponsoring the team. That's what I'm saying. Like, you show up, boot, you, you show your ID, you get hit with a dark and stormy. I'm in. Yeah. Oh, gosh, man. I can't wait for this. I, mean, I know we got another season after we wrap up the start of this upcoming season. It's going to begin any day now. I know they just started preseason stuff. Are they playing out season, or are they just doing a tournament? The tournament. So, like, yeah. So, just so, the playoffs? So, the Devils are not playing in this. <laughs> okay. <laughs> they took the, the worst teams from last season. Are out. I think like eight. The, That's the eight fair. Were, yeah, it, it is. I think there's 24 teams that are competing in this tournament, and it's yeah. yeah. I don't know if like they're playing a couple of games before the actual playoffs start. Like if it's like almost like a seeding thing. That right? Because that's what the NBA is doing. Yeah. But I can't. I for the life of me, for some reason, I can't figure out what the NHL. It's very confusing. I even like finally figured out. Okay, how are they playing these games? Where? And they're doing two hubs. Two cities, cities, right? What's so, it? Toronto and Edmonton. Okay, or I'm, Calgary. I can't. It's, it's somewhere in Alberta. It's. I think it is Edmonton. Okay, and I was curious. I'm like, well, what's it going to sound like? And I actually went on the NHL Network, and they were showing some of uh, the preseason game between like Florida and Tampa Bay, or one of those teams. And and here's like a clip just to hear because they're going to pipe in fan noise. Yeah, the only goal in the first from point. Vasilevsky and Bobrovsky, the goaltenders. Point looking for one more chance. He's got it, and he scores again. Perfect. Oh, great. Right. Point. And how they time it out. So I don't know where they took Who's the audio. I know on soccer, they just took it from FIFA. Are you serious? Yeah. The video game? Yeah. That's brilliant. Yeah, they took the crowd noise from FIFA. I wonder and if it, that's what baseball's doing, too. I don't, but there's got to be somebody kind of controlling it because I yep. like how when like a goal scores or something, there's the proper noise. I feel like there's got to be a dude kind of like what we have here, like a sound effect box. Yeah. And has like regular rumble. So it's just like, you know, like just crowd noise. Something cool's about to happen. Something bad's about to happen. Something awesome just happened. Like different buttons. You, you would think. Well, and listen, you know. 
like you've played hockey in an empty arena. Yeah. Like without the ambient sound of just human beings being in there, like you could be a hockey hockey nerd and nerd out on it, but man, that would you would hear a lot of stuff and it would sound so awkward. You would hear a lot of curse words. Yeah. <laughs> the term F boys would be heard a lot. All the time, right? <laughs> I mean, that's what I'm saying. Like it's just insanity. Oh, it would be it would be fun. I, I would enjoy listening to like if they mic'd up the players. But you would never be able to show that on like ESPN. Like they would have to have like a warning. This is for mature audiences at the start of every single commercial break. Right. And it's already happened in baseball a couple of times. Yep. Like one dude hits a dinger and you just hear the pitcher scream F. <laughs> I love, actually, I'm enjoying watching baseball for that reason. <laughs> oh, did you see the dust up last night? With uh, the Dodgers and the Astros? Yeah. That was the most socially distant bench clearing brawl I've ever seen. So it was I- awesome. I just like, so I, I was, I was right. Cause I was watching that in the Mariners game. So I saw that highlight and then I went on Twitter to turn up that guy. So he'd already thrown at the dude, which is mm-hmm. bound to happen. The, right. Look, and I get it. The Mariners can't, the Mariners aren't that good. So it wasn't their place. But like the Dodgers could put the Astros in place. Well, yeah, absolutely. And, and also the Dodgers probably are not very fond of the Astros because the Dodgers should have probably been winning world series and not the Astros. Right, I would think. And it's like the dude yelled at him, nice effing swing, bitch. Dude, did you hear, um, uh, what to call it? Uh, let's see if I have it. I think I might. Um, Dusty Baker? <laughs> what did Dusty Baker say? So he got interviewed after the game uh, to talk about like you know what happened with the dust up. And I think I have it right here. And, and just- hearing him describe and, and actually say the word bitch yeah. during his press conference, which I think was pretty awesome. You know, balls get away sometimes. You know, but not that many in the big leagues. You know, when you throw a three zero fastball over a guy's head, I mean, now you're flirting with his, uh, you know, ending his career. And then, you know, what really enraged everybody is when he told Carlos, I mean, he struck him out. And he, and he told him, nice swing, bitch. And see, what are you, what are you supposed to do then? And then <laughs> the thing is, is this is not going to end for the Astros. This is like, they're going to be dealing with this a lot. Yeah. Well, because they were playing all their rivals for the most part. Right, exactly. And they they cheated. They got a slap on the wrist. Major League Baseball was basically like, all right, the rest of the teams, you handle them. Have fun with it. Right. And Dusty Baker, I get why he's annoyed. He wasn't there when it happened. No, but he's like, like, I'm just trying to run this team. <laughs> you got you got this dude mimicking, like making fun of us with his facial expressions, and then he's throwing a pitch at our, pit, our player multiple times at his head. And then did you see the highlight of him a few months ago at his own house? Oh, is that what uh, he broke a window or something like that? I mean, it almost looks like he's practicing throwing an off-speed pitch over somebody's head, and he breaks a window. Because didn't he tweet something like, say, guys, I just lost control. It's it's not the first time that's happened to me. Yeah. I think he said said something like that. That guy just seems like he's just a dick, in a good way, like a funny dick. (laughs) He seems like one of those guys you want on your team. Yes. Right? He probably is annoying if he's on another team, but you want him on your team. When I was uh, growing up as a Devils fan, there was a a player, um, Claude Lemieux. Right. And Claude Lemieux was the, I hated Claude Lemieux when he was on the Montreal Canadiens. He was the biggest douche. He's like the guy that gets under everyone's skin. The minute he became a New Jersey devil, he became my favorite devil. Because then it was just like fun to watch him piss off every other player. Yeah, it's like I talk about my cousin Tom, who's a diehard Niners fan. Mm-hmm. Right? He hated Sherm. And now we text back and forth and he's like, Uncle Sherm? Yeah, man, Sherm's doing that. I'm like, come on. I mean, Sherm's just the greatest. He's the best in the game. Don't you ever ask about him. <laughs> <laughs> to go back to the crap. Crabtree sucks. I've always <laughs> hated him. My cousin would not say that. 
Uh, to go back to the Kraken thing, to, to put a bow on yeah, it's been fun also because I've got everybody in my circle, all my hockey buddies from the East Coast, all using the same damn joke, like as if we haven't heard it yet. Are you guys going to be crack called crackheads? I know. And so finally, I'm like, I'm like, they're like, well, you try and get that to happen on crackheads at the crack house. And I'm like, yeah, I was cracking that joke two years ago. No pun intended. Yeah, you know what? Honestly, I'm just at the point now. When everybody makes the joke, I just I don't I don't reply. I don't even right. like them. I'm just like, all right. I used to think it was a really funny joke, but man, when you start like when non crackheads are saying it, I don't like it. Yeah, and look, if there's a drug problem in this city, it's not crack. And I love that people are getting upset about that. They're like, with the problem with drugs in this city, and we're going to be called the crackheads. I hate the team name. I'm never going to watch a game. I'm like, well, first of all. You're not a hockey fan. You probably weren't going to watch a game if they were called like the... Right. the More than likely, you don't even live in the city. That And that as well. <laughs> it's so stupid. But I, I, I found it because I was like, I was just to kind of shut my buddies. I'm like, yeah, that joke's been told a bunch of times. In fact, let's go back to 2018 when we chatted with Jeremy Roenick from, uh, from the NHL Network at the time, uh, or NBC Sports, I think he was on at the time. And I, I pitched all this... The name Kraken to him because he was like talking about what the team should be called. We talked to him right when they were awarded a franchise. And this is what he had to say. If I could get it. You got to play it, Steve. All right, fine, Ted. I'm just curious to see what they're going to name the team. I I love that the name, the Emerald. I, I don't know why that's stuck in my mind, but um, I don't know what city. What, what do you guys? What, yeah, what do you guys think of uh, of names? I, I hated it at first, but I fell in love with it the more it got, went along. Is the Kraken? I don't know why, but I love the fact that the fans could be called Crackheads and they could play at the Crack House. I think there's something pretty <laughs> awesome about that. That's awesome. I love it. See, Jerry Ronick likes it though. All right, here's the serious question. What happens when they play the Devils? Go Kraken. Oh, no kidding. I honestly, uh, dude, I was already like leaning towards that. I know it's hard. It, it's This is a weird thing because it's never happened to me before. Like I've always liked the Seahawks, even when I was a kid because of Steve Largent. Uh, baseball, honestly, I've always just followed Steve Garvey. I've never had a favorite team. I just like whatever team Steve Garvey played on. And, and I like the Yankees because my grandpa liked the Yankees. But when I came out here, I was like, it was easy to adopt and, and get caught up in the Mariner magic. But with hockey, I've been a diehard Devils fan forever. Since 1986, yeah. I believe. 85 or 86 when I first started getting into hockey, right? And I never thought in a million years I would ever turn my back. And I'm always going to root for the Devils. Like, they're going to be a strong number two team to me. But, like, man, the moment, the moment I moved out here, and I, it, I actually almost got a little emotional on the air on, uh, last week because it became official. Like, it felt real. Like, now we have a team name. And since day one I moved out here, like my biggest bummer about living in Seattle was we didn't have a pro hockey team. I would go to T-Birds games, and it wasn't the same. And I just that's all I've ever wanted is one day we're going to have a team. I never thought it was going to happen after a while. So many, when the Coyotes almost got sold, and they, got brought, they were going to be brought here to Seattle, I was like, oh my gosh, it's going to happen. And then it didn't happen. And so when it finally did happen, man... I just know, A, we're going to be so knee-deep and trying to get players on. We're going to get to hopefully know some of the players. It's just going to be like similar to how the Seahawks became for you. It gets hard to not well, root for the team here. Right. So, same thing. Like, with the Seahawks, it was a little bit easier because Washington was so terrible and Dan Snyder sucked. Right. So, I moved. And, and the Devils are terrible. <laughs> right. Right. <laughs> and, and in all fairness, right, like, I cheered for, for Washington when I first moved here for years. Right. But after a while, I kind of got away from it. I remember and, going to a playoff game and you were rocking your Reds, right. your Washington football team jersey. Right. Established 1932. <laughs> right. So then, but then you spent enough time out here and look, the Seahawks got much better. Yeah. Washington was awful. Uh, and then, yeah, like, I just finally was like, all right, I, I'm just a Seahawks fan. Plus, mm-hmm. I, I just would go to games, and frankly, 
you date people that live out here. You spend more time outside yeah. the city in communities. You realize how much it means. And then, right. So the Seahawks thing, I switched over. The Caps thing is tough. Like, I was going to ask I, you, what are you going to do? You know, I'm not like I'm not. I'm far from a diehard Capitals fan, but right. I definitely like the last few years was watching them in the playoffs and everything. Yeah, I was gonna say, dude, like I have the gear compared to won. many. You are a diehard fan because you would text me quite a bit, like right when and, they were making that run. And it was, it's not like as if you're a casual Caps fan. Like you were watching the games, and it was affecting you. <laughs> right. So I mean, that one's tough because right. I mean, same thing. Like you're kind of talking about. Like I remember going to the Caps Center, right? Mm-hmm. Like uh, uh, Langway, Cicerelli. Yeah. Uh, uh, Al McInnes. Right. I mean, just right. uh, Peter Bondra yep. was a cap forever. Like there Scott was Scott Stevens. Thanks <laughs> for giving him to the New Jersey Devils. By like, the way, that was always the joke. By the yeah. way, for years, if you watch good players on other teams, they started as a capital. Oh gosh, yeah. Oh <laughs> god, yeah. Like, uh, yeah, the day I mean, that we got Scott Stevens was the greatest thing ever for the Devils. That changed the, the franchise around. Right. I think it was like 1998. We made the Stanley Cup and got mm-hmm. swept by Detroit. <laughs> Yeah, because I was a beach week. So I'm not sure. I, I mean, I'm like, I'm, I'm on the verge of like, am I going to be one of those idiots that has like two jerseys? Dude, I I never thought I'd be like the guy that's like, I love two teams. But I'm, I, I, I spent a, a, dude, this was like months of me, like not thinking about it every day. But every time I would think about it, I would spend a good chunk of time fully meditating on what am I going to do? Like, which team am I going to love more? Is it the team that I grew up loving or is it the team that I've always wanted? And I live here in Seattle, and I mean, I'm going to raise my daughter as a fan of the Seattle teams, correct? Because that way, at least she can enjoy going to the games. And maybe she won't even like sports for all. And if it's up to her mom, she won't. Uh, but you know what I mean. So I want her to grow up as a Kraken fan and be a little baby crackhead. <laughs> <laughs> and then I, the, the more I thought about it, just in general, like I'm going to be going to games, hopefully. Uh, and, and and dude, and the moment that it became official and we have a team name, like there was an emotion that I felt, and I was like, "This is my team. This is now my team. I'm day one. I'm a day one Kraken fan." Yeah, like again, right? I never cared for DC United when I lived there. So being a Sounders fan was easy. Yep. Like Maryland football is still my number one, but that's why I never commit to either Huskies or Cougs or right. Ducks. Like, like them all. Right, and I'm a whore. You go where the tailgate party. Wherever is. the tailgate party is, that's the team colors you'll find me in. <laughs> Yeah, so I mean, but uh, with that said, I talked to my buddy Bernie, who's a die like a serious diehard Cavs fan. Yeah. He's we were like, he's like, I'm coming out, mm-hmm. and he's like, what jersey are you gonna wear? And I'm like, well, if you're coming out, I'm gonna wear a Kraken jersey out just of to spite. piss you off. And the jerseys look so freaking good. They do, and honestly, that logo. I own Capitals shirts and everything. I have never bought a hockey sweater, so that yeah. that's one thing I'll tell the Kraken. All right, you're gonna get my. I don't know how much they are. Uh, for a replica, about 120, 130 right, that's bucks. That's what I figured. Yeah. We're looking 150 and under, yeah. hopefully. Yeah, yeah, yeah. For a replica one, like a good replica. Yeah. Not like a screen print one. Like I don't like, think I need an official. No, it's like 250 bucks, and it's not worth it. Right. And they're so, so heavy. Little, so you get, they're so heavy, you get the little strap down thing, so that way if you get into a, a fight, they can't pull the sweater over your head. Like, you don't need that. But I don't even have buttons in my shorts. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> It's so freaking exciting, man. And I even said, I'm like, I'm not going to buy a jersey. I'm not a jersey-wearing kind of guy when it comes to hockey. The jerseys never really fit right. You know, unless well, they're I'm just playing. so big and baggy. But then the jerseys got unveiled. I'm like, all right, I'm buying one of those jerseys. That Maybe is even the, a home and away one. Right. That is one thing I give hockey jerseys. They are sweaters. They are so big. Yeah. And like, if you're a fat dude, it hides everything great. Yeah. And if you're a skinny dude, you look fat. Yes. Yes. <laughs> so true. I am trying to find if someone out there is really good with Photoshop. You know how like they've taken players and they Photoshop them in the current jersey. Like, oh yeah, they, there's been people doing it with uh, Jamal Adams, who's now a Seahawk. They find sure it shows up right away and it looks amazing. And I've seen some people do it where they're grabbing random like NHL players, putting them in 
Kraken gear. If I supply the picture of me, I want somebody to put me in a Kraken jersey. <laughs> I'm not good enough at that kind of Photoshop stuff. I mean, I have pictures of me playing hockey on my Instagram, but like that would be pretty awesome if someone could do that for me. Somebody can. Yeah. Reach out to us. Just shoot me a, a text or an email or something like that, and I'll make that happen. Yeah. Yeah. No, it's, it's, trust me, it's super exciting. I'm happy with the team name. Release the Kraken. Right? Is What's it release mascot? or yes. unleash? All right. Release. Release. All right. Yeah. My bad. What are we doing now mascot-wise? I, I, I pitched to Heidi, who's the, the VP of marketing for the Kraken. I was like, can I be a part of the board of directors for the mascot selection? <laughs> yeah. Because I'm in my head picturing gritty, like the, but it's an octopus. Like a yeah. wacky looking freaking octopus. It's got to be. I mean, it should look, it, and I think Gritty has shown the way. Like, it should look stupid and just ridiculous. And I don't mean stupid in a, like, I'm just saying the Kraken should be, like, he, if, if you're going to make a crackhead joke, it should be the Kraken mascot. The mascot should look like he's on crack. Right. He's like Dave he's Chappelle scratching himself, but he's, yeah, a, he's Tyrone Bigham. Yeah, but he's a, a Tyrone the octopus. Right. Like, doesn't say, like, right. The Kraken, he should look crazy and like, like Gritty. It's friendly, like it's a mascot, but you're not sure if it, like, what's going to happen when this guy shows up. Right. It might hit you with one of its tentacles. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> tentacles are flying everywhere. They all got little hockey sticks on them. He's hitting kids. Have they unleashed, like, or released, like, the eight tentacles of being a Kraken fan? Not yet. All right. <laughs> what I like is that, and I do have to say, like, because you could have gone very silly with the logo and everything. And I, and I think like, you look at some of the mock-ups prior to them actually making it official. They were like silly logos. I'm kind of I'm glad that they took a silly name and put a serious spin on it when it came to the logo. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, but the mascot should be insane. You, yes, I'm with you 100%. That mascot should be bonkers. Yeah. And honestly, have people vote on it. I tell this story all the time, but Arsenal, right? The Gunners. Mm-hmm. Their mascot is a dinosaur called Gunnersaurus. And it took me years to figure out, but they had a write-in contest years ago. Some kid wrote in and was like, "Hey, look, Gunner Source," and they like put it in the paper, and everybody was like, "Yeah, do the dinosaur." So like, why not? Right? It's this giant green dinosaur in a soccer jersey. Dude, I mean, the team based off of fan interaction. Yeah, they, they, they listen to the fans when it came to the name of the team. They might as well listen to the fans when it comes to the name of the mascot. Oh, he should just have that one spooky eye, yeah. and like as the game goes on, it changes colors. <laughs> it gets red when he's mad. Yeah, it's like at the Caps games when you see uh, 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 what's his name, Tom Green, come on the screen and uh-huh. say that famous thing. What's it like? Something the Fury or something? Oh, I, yeah, I'm not even sure. Oh, it's like the third period. They don't always play at the same time, but when uh-huh. they play it, the whole place erupts and like uh-huh. you zone in on the octopus and his eye turns red. It's like, oh, it's time. Oh, that's so awesome. And and the whole thing is it's a red eye for the Kraken logo. Yeah, which I thought was a nice little touch. Did you buy any merch yet? No. I saw they just had a big dump, though, the other day at, like, Costco or something. I'm going to Costco today. Oh, good luck. I have a feeling people might already snatch it up. I know, I know. Well, I have to go to get some chicken. And I saw that yesterday at one of my buddies, Tom, who works for the T-Birds. We know Tom. Oh, yeah. He posted. That's that's where I saw it. Yeah, but he got it in Seattle. I feel like Puyallup, I might be okay. All right. We'll find out. I run into Tom once in a while at Sounders match. Oh, Tom's the best. Yeah. Shout out to Tom Helm. By the way, can you get me a giant bag of the uh, uh, white cheddar pea snacks? If I see them, I will. If you really want them. White cheddar pea snacks? You know, like the little dried peas you can eat, and there's like flavors of them? I didn't even know. Oh. If I can find them, I'll, I'll get them. You'll see them and be like, this is what he was talking about. All but right. there's like white cheddar, crackle, salt and pepper. <laughs> Sorry. I thought you were going to know that joke right away. I get the pe- pecans, like the their honey whatever ones. They're like crack. 
they're legit like crack. Oh, dude, these yeah. these like dried pea snacks are awesome. Nice. Yeah. Usually I just get my chicken there, but you know what? I'm gonna get some cracking gear, hopefully. <laughs> some pea snaps. <laughs> Why don't we take a break? Maybe yeah. we'll start the show and do our push-ups Maybe. and a TED Talk. I also want to talk about, uh, hey, you know, in, in life when you're dealing with um, a newborn, the stress of a newborn, the stress of a pandemic, the stress of just the country and the world just seeming to be falling apart, why not add another thing onto the list of stresses? Oh, yeah. And I did just that. <laughs> we'll talk about that when the Megacast returns. Ted and Steve need a minute so that they can strip down to their underwear and stare at each other. The Megacast will be back. Did coronavirus ruin your vacation plans this year? Yep, we wanted to relax in Cabo San Lucas, but now we can't go. Well, turn that frown upside down. Introducing Backyard Vacations. Backyard Vacations? We bring the vacation to your backyard. That sounds great. Tropical drinks. Nice. Sun poisoning. Wait, what? A $42 turkey club sandwich. That doesn't sound right. You'll be picked up by a taxi driver driving you through a dangerous neighborhood. Why would we leave the house? We've even adapted. Adapted your tap water. Careful, your stomach's not used to it. Stay away from the faucet, Barbara! Backyard Vacations. Let yours begin today. Granted, these guys are idiots. But at least they haven't been partying with the Miami Marlins. The Megacast is back. Yeah, I, I feel normal again. Yeah. Took about a, a week and a half to recover from our slumber party. <laughs> I just finished the uh, last grape one. Oh, good good stuff. Those things are great. Yeah, grape soda from Safeway. Safeway Select. Yeah, especially it was so grape hot. Grape soda water. It was so hot this week. <laughs> like Sunday, I was just sitting in my place sweating, drinking them. Dude, how's that been for you? Just, I mean... It's it's just been like a nightmare. You walk not a nightmare, but you know, what I mean, you walk outside, and you're just like, oh my gosh, I'm burning alive. Yeah, Saturday was pretty. Well, honestly, it's part of the TED talk. Oh, you know what? Screw the push-ups. Let's just get right into it. Today's my rest day, anyway. TED talks, starring the Tech Smith, Steve. The TED talk, pretty simple this week. Sunscreen and your PFD if you're on if you're out of the water. I'm dead serious. Like I put on so much sunscreen before I went out last weekend. Uh-huh. And then uh yeah, if you're out playing around in the water, maybe you're gonna be swimming on a lake or out on a boat, just make sure you have that thing with you. Just enough. Yeah, and be yeah. careful in the rivers because it's it's warmer now, but it has not been hot. That water's still gonna be cold. Yeah, yeah, you're absolutely right, man. Yeah. Definitely sunscreen's important. Like I realized that because sometimes I'll get together uh, one of my buddies that we wrestle, he has a ring. And so we've been like just like doing rolling drills and stuff outside, but we're just hanging out, talking, and all of a sudden I'm like, oh man, I got a sunburn. I got to get out of here. Yeah, I went to a cool, like super cool outdoor, like kind of bar space mm-hmm. uh, Saturday afternoon, and I'm sitting in the shade with a buddy, uh, and there's like a mister on us, and we look over, and I just couldn't stop staring at this girl's. I felt so bad. But oh, I mean, she burning. She was like lobster red, and I just wanted to be like, please, like just come out, just take my shade. Yeah. Like, just get out of that sun. And then, plus, I was like, I was talking about this on the podcast, new episodes out. Nice. But uh, No new episodes of the Megs Cash is for those trying to pay attention. <laughs> I don't know when we're coming back, but one day, maybe. 
But like, I was looking at Barnsley and I was like, oh my God, man, it's not that she's sunburned now, but it's hot out. She's going to wake up in the morning, like in your sheets. Oh. You know what's the worst though? Is that first shower. You got to do it. Hot as can be. Just get it over with. Yeah. But it's the worst feeling. You're like, ah. Have we talked about this? Is there science behind that or am I just a psycho? I have no idea if there's a science behind it, but I know every time I've ever gotten a sunburn, that first shower sucks. But you know the theory, right? You got to take the hot as hot as you can take it on your sunburn. I did not know that. Yeah. So ideally, it's supposed to suck out something. I think it just puts you in so much pain that the rest of the sunburn isn't as bad. You just forget about it. It's kind of like when you have like a, a, an elbow injury, you just stub your toe just so you can forget that the elbow hurts. <laughs> I can only feel pain in one part of my body, man. It's not necessarily true. Right. Basically, right. Yeah. All right, Ted. Um... Man, we got. Do we want to get a bit of a quarantine just to kind of lighten the room? Yeah, sure. Give a little jam because you know it's been a minute, but you know people are still stuck at home. Not everybody. Some people are going back to work. Some people are going to chain smokers concerts and just getting more COVID. But I mean, it's up to you what you want to do. Here's the one thing about that chain smokers concert that nobody's talking about. I saw a bro bible. The headline just said some people paid up to twenty five thousand dollars for like. I was like for. Like, and like, look, Steve and I used to get in a lot of troubles. We we are chain smokers fans, we but were. like, there's no chance I'm paying. Tw- I mean, it was in the Hamptons, but 25 G's. There's not a single band that I would pay twenty five thousand dollars to see. Like, you could even say, hey, you could go up on stage and watch Pearl Jam sitting on Matt Cameron's lap as he plays the drums for twenty five thousand dollars. My answer would be, are you freaking crazy? Yeah, I, I I mean, I'm with you. I just have, would have a hard time, like. I don't know. Now, maybe uh, the only person I would want to see for $25,000 is our friend Mark. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I got stuck I got in his circle last blood. weekend, too, again. Oh, he keeps posting stuff, and it makes me happy. I know. 25000 And then you have to also deal with the embarrassment that you paid $25,000 to see the chain smokers, and then have to explain to someone that you also got the coronavirus at a chain smokers concert. Right, if you're splashing 25000 on a concert, like, you know, like, you have it to spend. Yeah, that's a good point. I would hope that you're in the game of, like, scale. It would be, like, us dropping $200 to see the Chainsmokers. Not necessarily something I would spend it on, but if I was, like, you know, just hell-bent on wanting to see a performance and I love the Chainsmokers, maybe I would drop 200 bucks. Yeah. 25000 though. You're crazy. All right, well, let's do a quarantine because some people are stuck at home. And the fun part about this, as always, is, Ted, you have to tell me what song you think it is. All right, all right. All right. I went to the store. I wore my mask for sure because you don't know where everybody's been. Nope. I got weak in the knees amongst the groceries. And I know the song. I, I just don't know what he's going to say. down and I said... Don't mind my calm, my raspy, gaspy calm. Please don't flip me off if I should sneeze. Now I know what you've seen. It's not COVID 19, it's just my stupid summer allergies. <laughs> yeah. Sometimes it's just allergies, man. You know what's funny? In the springtime, I remember saving this picture. You know that picture where it's always the two Spider-Mans staring at each other? Yes. Right? I love that one. But it was three of them, and it's like seasonal flu, coronavirus, seasonal allergies. That's the bummer part. We were just like talking about that, uh, and it's like, you know, people still will get like the sniffles because they have the cold. They don't have COVID. 
Right, especially in like a month or two. And I feel bad for my wife because she gets hit with the allergies bad. Yeah. And recently she's been talking a lot. And I've been trying to get her to shut up, you know, but she's talk, 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 talk. No, I'm kidding. But she's been Dude, talking Every a lot. time I see her, she chews my ear off. And she lost her voice. And when she loses her voice, it happened to me before, it causes almost like a little tickle in the throat. All right. So then she's coughing. And there's a person we had to meet up with. And so my wife's like, just to let you know, I lost my voice. I'm not sick. And I might cough, but I don't have COVID. Yeah. And the reason why we've been talking to some people is I've decided to add more stress in my life. My wife and I are currently on the market to buy a new house. There you go, Steve. Why not? In the middle of all this. Baby, a pandemic, get a new house. So... Uh, I do want to give a shout out to JK Monarch. It's the company we've been gushing about this house. My, my father-in-law is a real estate agent about a year and a half, maybe two years ago. He visited him one of his open houses back. Is it local? Yes. Okay. They're in Enumclaw. They're in Sumner. They're in Puyallup, Bonnie Lake, uh, Edgewood, South part of Seattle. They're kind of building everywhere. Like they're Olympia. And they're just like these really cool modern style homes, and they just look great. Like, just the minute you walk in, you're like, dude, this is like, I've seen a lot of houses that feel like knockoff versions of their house. You know what I mean? Like, the quality is almost there. It's kind of like the jersey you buy from China. It almost looks like a Seahawks jersey, but that green's a little different, you know? Yeah. So their houses are just like top of the line, just awesome. We saw them a couple years ago, and we're like, ever since then, we've joked like one day. We play our cards right. Maybe we'll win the lottery or, you know, just whatever. We'll get into a JK Monarch home. So recently, my wife, since we had the kid and the summer's out, and we were like, we want to have like a little kid pool. This is the dumbest reason why this all started. And you know our back nook. I don't right. even call it a backyard because it's not. There's it's no not. yard. Right. You got a, You got your grill and that's it. Or your smoker. You a grill, it's pavement, and then it's a bed of rocks that's surrounded with a fence. So my wife's like, man, I just want to change it up. Like That way we could be out there. We could sunbathe. We could hang out with Tatum. She's like, I think if we got rid of the rocks, it would be less, quote unquote, gross. Because <laughs> my wife just doesn't like the rocks, how they look or whatever. She's like, I wonder if we could like get like fake grass around that. And it would just kind of add a little different vibe. I'm like, actually, I think that would be kind of cool. And it's not that expensive. Like We could yeah. pull that off. So I reach out to some places that install fake grass. Reach out to a couple, never hear back from them. I'm like, what the hell is going on? This is weird. Reach out to another guy. He gets back to me. I tell him what we want. He goes, well, that's a small job, but we'll do it, but we'll only do it. Like, this is the least, like, this is our bare minimum of what we would charge. But, like, I'm not going any lower than that, even though it's a small job. I'm like, well, that's in my pro- our budget. Let's do it. He's like, great. I'll get back to you in a couple of days. We'll schedule it. Awesome. Don't hear from him. I'm like, do people not want my money? So I call the guy back. It's like, oh, I'll get you on the schedule. I'll, I'll, I'll contact you very soon I'm, I, 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 when I'm by my schedule. I'm like, all right, great. Never heard from him. Never heard from him again. Here we are maybe a month later, and I still haven't heard back from him. I'm like, so I got I was like kind of pissed, and that anger went from being angry at this guy to all people who install fake grass to then being angry at my house that it's not fun enough for our backyard, for our baby daughter. And like, I'm like, then I started thinking, I'm like, wow, do we really want her to grow up in, without a backyard? This is like, a, all right. So I'm like, maybe I should like find a backyard, something different. I'm like, I just wonder, I'm like, I, I love our house, but I'm like, this is so crazy. But I don't think we could get out of our house. I wonder what we could even get for our house if I, I put it on the market. So I type it into Zillow to get an idea. And I'm like, the amount I see is like a really nice bump from where it was when I bought it. And we've been in there for 10 years. Makes sense. But I didn't even think it would be worth that much. And then I started talking to people in the real estate world, like, oh, your house will sell quick. It's the price range that people are trying to get into right now. And now's the time. Like, 
interest rates are low, you'll probably get more than what you want. I'm like, oh, well, then let me do the math. How much of a down payment could I get in order to make things a little bit more tolerable to be able to afford a JK Monarch home? And I do the math and I reach out to a finance person and I'm like, holy crap, I could pull this off. So now all because that person never got back to me, it was like a sign, like time to get out of the house. And then when I'm doing all this, we start looking at JK Monarch homes. The other morning we joked about it on the air. Well, Someone at JK Monarch reached out to one of our sales ladies, Jen, because they kind of knew her or something. Right. It's like, hey, who's the guy in the morning that keeps saying nice things about us? The president of our company wants to thank him. I'm like, what the hell? So, is JK Monarch a person? No. I, I, oh. I, I thought it was too. I was like, Mr. Monarch? And they're like, no. It's like a couple guys that created it and they put they they made it. It's just a name. I'm thinking, JK, what is the J? Joseph Kevin Monarch? No, it's not a person. It's a guy named Mike. Well, when I hear J.K., I just think J.K. Rowling. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And the funny part is Mike also wrote The Lord of the Rings. No, oh, that a boy Mike. <laughs> so anyways, now Mike, the president, and then Aaron, who's like the head designer, reached out to me to thank me for all. Like, hey, thank you so much. That's really cool that you said nice things. I'm like, funny, I'm reading your email right now as my wife and I just pulled up to one of your homes. Because <laughs> we started looking at their houses. Long story short, we find one, and uh, we, they've been nothing but great. Like, like they showed us some of their model homes, like what kind of updates we could get done. And it's just like that was like another sign, like all these little signs, like just like saying maybe this is the right decision. I don't know if it is. I think the ultimate sign will be if our house sells. Um, and I mean, right now in this market, especially as you're not in the city, I can't see it not. I I can't either. But you know, I'm I'm that guy that's not. I'm not glasses half empty, but I'm not glasses half full. I'm very hesitant on what that glass is going to be like. I'm waiting for the bartender to give it to me. Oh, I'm not being optimistic for you. Uh, I'm just everything I read seems like everybody's fleeing the city. Yeah, that's a good point. (laughs) (laughs) Right? See, I was on fire. Seriously, dude. That's a good point. I didn't think about that. Yeah. It's like a COVID special. No, it's like a riot special. It's a COVID thing. Yeah, yeah. Well, there's a sushi place where I get 19% off my sushi order, and they call it the COVID-19 special. Hey, I'll take it. I'm taking it. Not very sensitive. Is that the place we went? Yes. It was good sushi. It's great sushi. And every time I laugh, I order it, and they're like, well, you ordered three rolls, so we're going to give you our COVID-19% off special. <laughs> I'm getting some this weekend. Oh, we got some this weekend. Nice. We got Actually, we had sushi twice this weekend. Atta boy. We went balls crazy. Well, we were like spending our money now while we can, because we're about to go broke, Ted. Uh, but, Dad. Uh, Crazier things have happened, and it's happening so freaking fast. But it's like, dude, the minute I wake up to the minute I go to bed, it's just go, 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 go. Get home from work. Get a quick workout in. Go look at a house. Go to the dump now because we got to clean out our house. Meet up with this person. Go do that thing. It's just like play with the baby. I looked at Sid yesterday. Like We sat down. I got 10 minutes to sit on the couch and watch television before it was like time to go to bed. No, yes. Yeah, it's just, it's just a lot. Yeah. Yeah. That sounds so busy. Yeah, but it'll be worth it. You know, come December for our slumber party, we'll be doing it in a nice JK Monarch house. <laughs> you got to wear your nice shoes now. Right. There's no shoes in your house. Let's try those, Steve. <laughs> True. <laughs> um, I'll follow for that. Uh, big shout out to Margaret Larson. Uh, today, I believe, is her last day or tomorrow's her last day is in New Day, New, New Day Northwest. I know. She was always so awesome, man. I can't yeah. explain how nice and cool she is. I know they... I tried, like, they asked us to do a quick little video. Like, she's like, uh, what, Susie, one of the producers, like, can you just video just saying, and we're going to try and play them at some point. I'm like, sure. It was so hard to do a 10 second 
thank you to Margaret Larson. Yeah. Because honestly, like, it's going to take me 10 seconds just to, like, just start. And, but I truly, a sign of a great person is just how they treat everybody. And, like, I don't know about you, but sometimes I get, like, in, like we're the Scotty Pippins of radio. Sometimes <laughs> I get insecure about, like, what, what, how am I viewed? How am I respected in this industry? Am I being treated, like, the way that I believe both of us should be treated, you know? Yeah. And sometimes I don't feel that way. When you go to New Day Northwest and you sit on a couch with Margaret, I feel like Howard Stern. You know what I mean? Like, I feel like a million bucks. Like, she treats you like royalty. And it's not just, I wish it was like because we deserve to be that way, but she treats everybody that way. The first time I was on New Day, New Day Northwest, I was dressed as a piece of bacon. She was still very nice. <laughs> One of my most recent ones, I was wearing a narwhal floaty. With uh, Ethan H.D. and Rebel Kell, two wrestlers. One was a unicorn. The other one, I can't remember what she was. And we were running around the streets of Seattle in our wrestling gear. Right. And she still treated us like we were rock stars. Right. That's what I'm saying. Like, not only that, like, I, I can't explain to people, like, just some of the things she says when you're in the studio, it's like, mm-hmm. oh, man, Margaret's cool. Yeah, I would, I would love to have a beer with Margaret. Oh, She's yeah. a rocker. She loves Guns N' Roses. Loves Metallica. Yeah. Loves the Seahawks. We should just tell her, listen, when there's concerts again, we'll see you out at the Chateau Chez Michel. Yes. We'll get some get a little Savion Blanc going. I know you like the wine. We'll get the wine drunk going. Yes. With Margaret Larson. That's what I do when I go there. So shout out to Margaret. You honestly are like, I, I, I can't even say one of the best. You are the best when it comes to broadcasters in the Northwest. Yeah. Have they announced a replacement? Uh, yeah, it's us. <laughs> yes. <laughs> they yes. Got- they they got our application on LinkedIn and uh, you know what's funny? I got have an email the other day. It was like two people looked at your LinkedIn. And I was like, man, I haven't updated that thing in forever. I don't even know the password to my LinkedIn. I'm I'm setting myself up for OnlyFans. I just thank got, you. I make that joke all the time. People are like, what? If you get it, you get it. If not, move along. Oh, Ted, I'm not even kidding anymore. I've actually now I'm building an account. I don't know what I'm going to do with it. I don't even know if I'm going to charge people. Mine's going to be bear stuff. See, I was thinking it's just me and Lulu playing. I thought OnlyFans was just kind of porn stuff. Yeah, but you don't have to do porn. Oh, yeah. My bad. Sorry. I had a brain fart. So what, are you going to bang a bear? No, but it's just going to be me, like, shirtless or (laughs) doing bear stuff or, I don't know, watching sports. Like, what? I don't know what bear cult, like, what do you want to see the bear do? Do you want to see him just sit around and be, Uh, well, clearly play with honey. (sighs) I got to do honey play? What about just comb play? Should we do a Megacast OnlyFans? Oh, that would be so weird. The problem would is- Would anyone subscribe to it? I think we- What I want to do- $6.99. I need to start a Twitch where people just watch me watch games. Okay. Well, I'm going to start an OnlyFans where I'm going to watch you watch on Twitch with Lulu as I rub her belly. <laughs> That's what you paid $6.99 for. Right. I paid six ninety nine basically to watch a shirtless straight dude who looks like a bear watch watch college football. Well, because dude, the other day we joked about it because Vicky and Danny did it. They Venmoed me and I, for something I can't. And, and then the joke was oh, just Venmo me sixty nine cents. And then people were fine because all my social media is at I'm Steve Miggs. Right. So it's like people figured out what my Venmo social. It's the same thing. Yeah. And like even last night, like randomly, I'll just get a listener sends me 69 cents. <laughs> so this guy, Anton, last night, I'm like, huh? And my wife's like, what's going on? I'm like, oh, this guy just Venmoed me 69 cents. She's like, what are you talking? I'm like, it's a long story. And I explained it to her. And it's just funny. I have like $3 I've made off the listeners of people sending me 69 cents. But you haven't done anything. No. <laughs> people are just Venmoing me 69 cents. And they write like, nice. And I'm like, this is hilarious. Like this, is- But if every listener listening... On our station, Venmo me sixty nine cents. I'd be able to buy a house. What's well, like pay? It's like paying for jokes, right? 
<laughs> if somebody said, hey, you got to send a dollar to Kreischer for like a funny joke he said today, I'd be like, yeah, all right. Yeah, why not? Yeah. Especially these days, it takes, it just hit a button. So, yeah. yeah. Venmo me, 69 cents if God, you like. I feel so young when I say that to people. What? Just Venmo me. But isn't like Venmo now kind of the old guy one? Isn't it now Cash App? Just Cash App me? Yeah. I'm still PayPal, but PayPal is like a I dying know. breed. I know. I, I have a PayPal too, but nobody uses it. I use it with my brother. That's it. But then we had to get on Venmo. And then Cash App, I always felt like was more for like strippers. <laughs> I but I said I that to my buddy who runs a restaurant. And he was like, no, man. I was like, all right, sorry. <laughs> all right, we should get out of here. Yeah. I gotta uh, go. Follow us on Twitter at the Megacast. Follow me on Venmo at I'm Steve Miggs or OnlyFans <laughs> at I'm Steve Miggs. I haven't set up any uh, pay prices yet, but. That might come. Put on your sunscreen. <laughs> that's right. You know what? That'll be your first video. Steve just putting on sunscreen. Just lathering sunscreen. Yeah. Oh, that's a great idea. I'm like, or I got my friend like Cooper when I'm in the wrestling ring. He could put the sunscreen on my back. Yeah. Sunburn match. And that's like extra. Like you can't just, that's not just a subscriber. You got to buy that video. Yeah, exactly. For like 10 bucks. Oh, nice. Let's say seven. Or we'll just keep it at six ninety nine. <laughs> All right. Uh, go Kraken. Go Kraken. And I'll see you next week. Yeah, man. Release it.